This is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Mr. A.k.a., and we got a special guest today um, coming from Atlanta, Georgia. Working, um, can I go ahead and have you state your name, kind sir? Yes, this is Eric James Morris. Eric James Morris, a.k.a. actor extraordinaire, businessman, entrepreneur, family man, just... <laughs> Man, you got like a whole bunch of different hats, man. <laughs> I know, man. It's uh, but you know, I'm I'm blessed to just to have the hats to change, so it's all good. So, man, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, let the people know who you are. Like, what's a little bit about you that um you would say that's special to your heart, or special to a lot of others? Because you seem like you're a very special man, indeed. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. I um. My name is Eric James Morris. I'm an actor here in Atlanta, Georgia. I am married to my best friend. We've been married uh, 21 years. Uh, we got married young, had kids young, and now I'm, you know, my kids are grown. I'm middle-aged. Uh, I own a, a waterproofing company as well when acting's not paying the bills, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, which is hardly ever. But uh, I do a lot of stuff, but, you know, it's just hard to uh, be a full-time working actor. But I enjoy the chase and um, so yeah, I'm blessed to have two sons and uh, you know, I, I enjoy the outdoors. I mean, I, uh, <laughs> you know, we go hiking a lot. I'm a surfer. I own like six or seven surfboards. Uh, Good uh, grief. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I just try to live as much life as much as I can, man. You know, like we were talking about a little while ago, it's, uh, you know, you got to, you got to get, you got to, you got to live it up, man. You got to do it right. You know, Enjoy your time, because you never know when your time's over. Hey, you may not be rich financially, but it sounds like to me you're pretty rich in a lot of other things in life, my man. <laughs> well, thanks, man. I, I try to be as much as I can, so um, it means a lot to hear you say that, so I do appreciate it. Uh, it's important to me to, to try to do the right things, and I want to leave a legacy behind. Yeah, and film is one way to do that, and, um, you know, film's forever. It's timeless, and... Of course, my company is trying to get it. Yeah, I'm trying to get it built up where hopefully my sons and their families can do well from it. And so that's that's kind of my goal, man. And and in, and in the process, somewhere along the way, I hope to find myself on a beach somewhere where I'm able to go fishing often, often, and uh, do a little surfing here and there, man. That's kind of that's just that's my goal. I don't blame you sincerely. <laughs> I mean, heck, we all want to get to that point where we could just breathe and relax again <laughs> see the world check it out do some cool things you know and give back where i can so i got a question for you so women how young are you man oh uh, well let's just say oh uh, i'm i'm under 50 but i'm over 40 i just, actually I, I just turned 45 just uh two a few days ago on the 8th is my birthday so Man, when I got your headshot, I was like, he's either around my age, because I'm 29, <laughs> or you're like in your 30s. You do not look like you were like halfway to 50. You're making my day, brother, man. I, I I am. I don't know what the secret is. I just drink a lot of coffee. I don't sleep much. I, maybe that's, that's the key to life. I don't know. <laughs> so, okay, because uh, like, seriously, <laughs> like when you went... Um, when um you know um the um, the mutual party we know sent me your headshot, I was like, okay, he's probably like my age, maybe early thirties or something like that. You can't and I, I and then like you came up and I was just like, what? <laughs> yeah, How do you do that? <laughs> Forty five years old, dude. Uh, it's crazy. I can't believe I'm that old. I'm like, man, where did the time go, man? It seemed like I just turned thirty the other day. I mean, it's just crazy and. Uh, but you know, I'm I'm very blessed to be here because I've known a lot of people that are not, um, you know, and it's sad to say that, but it's the truth. And the fact that I, you know, I'm maintaining my youthful, somewhat appearance, you know, it's a blessing. <clears throat> I don't know what, you know, I don't know, man. I use coconut oil when I get out of the shower. Maybe that's the secret. Uh, <laughs> I <really> don't know. <laughs> you know, I mean, a I really, little bit of nature. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, I, I try to live clean, I live, I live clean for the most part. Excuse me one second, will you? Oh, no problem. Oh, man. So, hang on. I got something in my throat. No, that's all good. I understand. Must be that old age coming up. 
Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> oh whatever. <laughs> no, but it's uh, I don't know, man. I I hear that a lot, and I'm I'm lucky to hear it. I don't know what the deal is, but um, you know, I I don't drink, and I uh, I work hard. I don't sleep a lot, but I just try to live somewhat clean and. I don't know, man. Um, but thank you. That means a lot to hear that. Well, I'm just saying, man. I call it how I see it. <laughs> keep on getting these, like, guests. Like, you're like the third guest I've got in a row that don't even look their age. And then I'm, like, confused the rest of the day. I'm like, huh? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I was like, I got to start doing what they're doing. Oh, like, and uh, I don't know. That's, I mean, I don't know what to say. I, I really don't. I mean, I I don't know what the deal is. I, like I say, maybe it's the coconut oil. So try the, uh, the it's got to be the extra virgin, whatever, coconut oil, whatever. It's like, it's like a, it looks almost like a lard or something in a jar. But I'll put that on my face and my, my body when I get a shower. And I've been doing that for about the past five, six, seven years. And so maybe that, maybe there's something to that. It's the ancient Georgia technique passed down from generations to generations. <laughs> That's right. We rub a little red man spit juice on our face and then that kind of. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Take a little shot of moonshine with it. And... That's it. <laughs> oh, no, I, already, I had my fair share of drinking back in the day. I can't drink anymore. <laughs> I oh. do it now getting closer to 30. I'm going to be on life support. Damn. It ain't like when I was in like my college days, man. <laughs> you, man. That's my problem. That's why I don't drink, man. It's like you, you, you give me one, I'm going to drink the bottle. You know, it's like there's no in between. It's it's one. It's all or none. So, yep. So I don't make a good drinker, man. I just uh, I get drunk. I don't drink. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way, man. Yeah. It's not, I can't. I just like you know what? I just better. I just leave this shit alone. So I. That's what I, I just lay. I don't don't do anything. I stay high on life. I'm with you on that one, my man. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Plus, man, you got a lot of responsibilities, man. I mean, you're a family man. So I mean, so how old are your sons? Like, oh man, it's gonna make me seem really old now. I got a I got a 23 year old and I have a 22 year old. Two boys. How do you have grown men and you look like you're? Barely like old enough to be having some kids. That's crazy, man. That's funny, man. I, I, yeah, I hear people. I've been told they think I'm their brother or something, you know. But I don't know, man. But it's it's seriously just a blessing. But yeah, I got started young. You know, it wasn't That's intentional. It just happened that way. So, um, but yeah, it's kind of cool having grown men. Uh, you know, and still being young enough. Well. Or at least looking young enough to to enjoy life, you know, and you know whatever. I would have made a better dad if I'd have started late. Like if I'd have planned this out, I'd be like, all right, man, I'm gonna have kids around the age of 35, you know, so I'll be more settled in, financially secure, that kind of stuff. But oh man, we got started in our gosh, like 20, I don't know, 21. I'm young. I mean, I was a kid myself, so it's amazing that my wife's still with me, you know. With, been married all this time, so uh, it's kind of kind of impressive. Um, but she ain't, she ain't caught on yet, so I guess I still got. Little- <laughs> <laughs> but that's serious, man. Like you don't see that anymore, folks being married like more than a couple years these days. I've seen a lot of friends like after high school, yeah. they go five years max, and then that's it. Like, oh, man, all my buddies did the same thing, man. They were married just for a few years. Didn't work out. I got one buddy who's been married like three times, man. I'm like, dude, you know, so. And I, what the last time, I just saw him the other day, and he was complaining about a problem that they're having now. I'm like, this shit ain't going to work out either, man. Somebody, number three. So, I don't know, man. We've had tough times. You know, we were broke, and we went, we went through a lot of struggles, and I don't know, man. It's just kind of one in. One in meant to be, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, she 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 hadn't uh, she ain't caught on yet, man. I'm crazy as hell. Oh, she's looking at me. That's why I'm messing with her. <laughs> I was like, oh, she must be looking at him right now. <laughs> she's looking at me. Right I was like, whatever. It was like <laughs> saying good things. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. 
Nah, she's great, man. Uh, yeah. So, uh, it's, I've been well blessed, man. I can't, I can't complain. You know, um, I had a rough upbringing as a child and, um, you know, it, I, the way things worked out for me, like I say, I thank God every day about it. And I mean that seriously. Um, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, great sons that are successful They're good boys. They stayed out of trouble. Got a good, uh, good wife, you know, um, or, you know, we're the best friends and, um, I've got a good company. I'm steady growing and I'm, you know, making my way in the uh, entertainment industry too. I, I always kind of dabbled in it. I was a musician for years. I still play guitar and sing every now and then. I used to play out all the time. And um, that was kind of my my gateway to the entertainment industry, you know. And, um, and I discovered acting. And, and I haven't looked back. I love it. I can dig it. I can really dig it, man. So, I mean, what was life like for you growing up, my man? Like, I mean, I don't want to you don't got to get too deep if you don't want to. But, like. Um, what kind of adversity did you face? Well, um, as a ch- well, as a baby, I was adopted by my stepdad, and um, you know, so I had off the rip, had some issues there, and I uh, got to know my, my biological father later in life, and um, you know, it just kind of wasn't what I thought it was, and um, my mom and uh, she got. My stepdad, my adopted dad, was a pretty mean dude. He was pretty rough, you know. He, you know, you know, he beat the hell out of us. You know, he's just mean, you know. But he, he, he meant well. But he's just a mean guy. So when it's, it's kind of, you know, I don't know most folks with their dads, but if if your dad ever calls your name, you, I'd just be terrified. Yeah, you know, I just know I did something wrong. You know, he had to, you know, it was always something. You make straight A's or you're getting beat. I mean, it's just real strict, and it just kind of, uh, I think it kind of messed me up, you know, a little bit. I messed up my confidence some. I didn't feel like I always feel like I was doing something wrong, you know. But they got divorced, and then um, my mom got married again. And then, I mean, that guy, we get, we just fought all the time. Like, like we fought, you know. I didn't like him at all. He didn't like me, you know. So mm. that didn't last but a couple of years. And um, I mean, I was kind of a punk at that point, just to, you know, doing stupid stuff, you know, playing with drugs and. You know, I just rode skateboards all the time. I was just a punk, you know, I don't know what else to say. And um just did this stupid stupid stuff, you know. And then uh they got divorced and we moved away and uh and my mom got married again, actually, to another dude and then we uh we did all right. He kinda helped straighten me out. We started running together. I got me involved in doing some um stuff like that, doing long distance running, training and stuff like that. And he was into that. So it was mm. great. So, yeah, but we 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 had our differences, and even still after that, we I mean I, I he's dead now, but I appreciate what he did, and um, my mom and him were married for about twenty years, and um, you know he was uh he's kind of crazy. He's a Vietnam veteran, uh, so yeah, a lot of PCSD and stuff. Yeah, just a lot of that kind of stuff going on, man. And we got into it several times, but I mean, you know. My mom loved them. They were happy together. So, um, you know, there was just some issues there. My mo- my mother was very mean as well. Um, you know, there was a couple of times in my adult life we didn't talk for a couple of years. I mean, she just blew me off. And, you know, just you think I was a bad guy, me telling you all this stuff, but I really wasn't. My, my, my mother, she passed away on my birthday two years ago. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, I appreciate it, man. Uh, she was a good mother, but uh, she was very mean, and um, I don't know why. She, I think it was just some, I don't know what it was. But needless to say, all that stuff just kind of, uh, you know, it's kind of molded me into the man I am today. Uh, so what I mean by from where I was to where I, you know, where I probably should have wound up is not where I'm at now. You know what I mean? Because I wasn't really dealt that good of a hand. And I, you know, I, I was always looked after. I'm, I know my mom prayed for me a lot because I did so much stupid stuff that when me and my buddies would get involved in stuff that would, you know, be pretty catastrophic or could have ended really bad. I always seemed to get get out of it somehow. You know, I always seemed to miss, you know, going to prison or going to jail or getting in trouble with the police or getting shot. I mean, just stupid stuff like that. I, I just, God was looking out for me, man. I, you know, and uh, so... I don't know how else to say it. It's just uh, I, I was dealt a bad hand, but it, it's been it turned out to be a pretty good hand. 
overall, overall you know. And of course, you, know, you can't dwell on things either that's happened to you bad in your life. You know, True. I listen to a guy all the time, you know, uh, named Joel Osteen. He's a he's a preacher in Texas. And, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a religious guy. You know, I've really been in touch with God, especially here lately. And uh, it's really changed the way I think. It's helped me and dramatically. I can't even begin to express uh, things God's done for me. But I listened to Joel Osteen, and he says something. One thing that stuck out to me one time, I was riding down the road, listening to him on XM Radio. And um, basically, uh, you know, you, you can't let a season of mourning turn into a lifetime of mourning, you know. So you can't just, bad things happen. You lose people, you know, you get done wrong, whatever. You know, it's going to bother you for a little while, but you got to let it go, man. You got to move on. You can't let that stuff just sit there in summer and just suck the life out of you because you only live one time. So why do that? You know, it's just going to hold you back. You got to move past it. Take, take, take what you learn from it, make the adjustment and move forward. And that's what I've been struggling. Well, that's what I've been doing for the several years now. And that's what it is. That's what they call lessons in life. Exactly. I mean, in the seasons of life, you don't know what you're going to get. I mean, oh. I can say that from personal experience. I mean, one thing I can say is I love people who have faith, regardless of what their background religion is, because when it comes down to it, I feel like there's a power out there that is really there for us when we really need it. Yes. And to be quite honest, it gives, it gives a lot of people comfort. It gives me comfort to mm. know there's somebody looking out for me because there's some things that I've had happen in my past that I didn't think I was going to get through. Mm. And I just say that at almost 30. Yeah. And it sounds like to me, God was looking out for you because he knew you had potential to do better things. Yeah. And Yeah. That's and same for you, man. You know, I, I really feel that. I think everybody has a purpose on this earth. Is you know, and I know bad things happen to good people all the time, and then good things happen to bad people. And they're saying some things you just can't explain, but if you can see past that, I mean, sometimes there's just, you know, when you have the potential or you have a calling to do something, whatever that may be, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes you're set up with these bad events because that's the only way that's going to get you to where you need to be to be able to pull this off later in life. You know, you would never have done it without it. So everything is a, accounts for something, you know, it's uh, every moment. I agree. I sincerely agree with that one. And I mean, I could tell that even without, with all the past that's going on, you seem like you must be a lot happier than when you were back then. Oh, by far. I mean, I, a lot, the past 10 years, I've really, I'm a completely different guy. I used to be really angry and, you know, just, just you know, just had a lot of problems, man. Just angry, really. And I drank a lot and, uh, you know, just trying to figure out where I was at in life. And, you know, and then things slowly started changing. You know, I just started uh, praying a lot. And, um, you know, things started falling into place, man. I, I don't know why, um, but uh, it's, it's what I'm supposed to be doing, you know. And uh, I think uh, a lot of the things that I've been through and all the letdowns and all the heartaches that people are supposed to love you, uh, that I've get received in my life, you know, it's it's made me stronger uh, at the end of the end of the day. I, I appreciate uh, what I do receive from people that love me or want to want to be be good to me, and I want to be good to them. Uh, that it's just, you know, I you could take what happened to me or whatever, like some people can do, and just be depressed and you know, and blame the world and be angry about it, whatever. You can do that, and that's easy to do. But it's harder to do to take that and grow from it. But if you if you're able to do it, you'll be a much better person and, and uh, you'll be stronger because of it. So that's what I've been molding myself the past 10 years. I've been just really looking at my life and uh, just just having to sort it. You know, uh, would have been great to have been dealt a better hand early on. That would have been awesome, you know, but it's just not the case. And I don't know I why. I mean, to be quite honest, I don't think I think the hardships you went through is what's made you into who you are today. And I mean, regardless, I feel like every lesson's a blessing, even if it's like you remember dark times of your past. Because 
without those times, like you wouldn't be as humble as you are now. That's true. Yeah, that's true, man. And you gave your kids a life that, you know, wasn't as similar as yours, which is great. Like you gave them things you didn't have. That I was mean, number one goal right there. I, I said from day one, I will not repeat the same thing ever. It'll be completely the opposite. And that's exactly what, what I, what that's exactly what happened. Um, you know, it's, I mean, so yeah, my kids, my kids are very blessed and, um, and I'm thankful. So thankful to God for it. So. so I'm thankful that, you know, I get to sit down and talk to you about this. Cause like, and I appreciate you for opening up on that. Cause I know that's, um, I could see that being a struggle for you growing up. I mean, just like the inconsistency of a lot of things in your life. So to see what you've become, because like me and you were chatting before we even got on here. And I was like, I can already tell this is going to be a good conversation right here. Because I can already tell. Because <laughs> yeah, I can see you're like, you're not one to sugarcoat like what's going on with yourself or who you are. Yeah. So, well, I appreciate and I find that very genuine, sincerely. <laughs> well, thank you, man. Uh, I do. I appreciate that a lot. And, uh, you know, there's no need to sugarcoat. I, I just, you know, if I can help somebody that hears this, you know, in the future, then, then that's perfect. And I hope I, I hope, you know, somebody that's dealing with some similar issues takes the advice and applies it because, you know, sometimes it's what somebody needs, you know, and um, I'm happy to pass along what knowledge that I have and, my experiences to anybody that's willing to listen. So, um, but yeah, man, uh, you're right. I mean, it's just things that happened early on in my life were, uh, were you know, they were, they sucked. I ain't gonna lie. But, uh, but you know, at the time I didn't know any different. I thought it's what is how it was. And then I see children, you know, that didn't have the same issues that I did. And I was like, well, damn, you know, what's wrong with me you know so you know i just it, and that's what it does to a kid you know they don't understand and um so uh you have to figure that out with time and, and hey it, look where you're at now yeah so yeah, like i say man it turned could i could have easily turned out to be a drug addict in jail dead easily years ago and um but it didn't happen i mean there's a lot of things that happened in in its place that deterred me from making those detrimental mistakes. And yeah, cause this day and age, especially, it's easy to get in those like negative places. Yes, big time, especially when you run with a bunch of bad dudes. And uh, you know, you're, you know, it's true. People say, you know, the, you you are who you hang with, and there's no that is so accurate. And um, so, you know, I had to drop a lot of friends, man. You know, when I decided to make these changes, and even as an adult, there's some guys that I don't uh, that were I, I thought were my friends that are still around, some of them, and uh, I just don't hang out with them, man. I don't associate with them because they 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 see what I'm doing and they're proud of me. They're, they tell me all the time when I do talk to them, they're they're uh, you know they're always like, man, I can't believe that you're from the same area and you're doing this, that, and the other. It's so cool, you know. And I'm like, well, thank you. I, you know, I tell tell them the same thing I'm telling you. I don't know why. I just, you know, I I don't know. I just, but thanks. But I make it an effort. We don't we don't hang out. I don't uh, we don't go out or anything. Get together. That is going to lead to something bad. So sometimes you gotta love people from a distance. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's the honest statement. Like, I got friends that I love. I will call them brother, but. I know that being around them is not good for me or good for them. Like, there's just sometimes you got to treat certain things like seasons. Like I was saying earlier, like people are seasons in your life. Yeah. That's some right. you may never see again. And then there's some that you'll see every once in a while. Mm -hmm. And it's good to see them, but it's just like, you know, they're still on, they're on their own journey and path. Yeah. And, they come into your life for a purpose. I believe that, like you said, a yeah. and it's going to turn you to whatever you need to do to get to the next step. And sometimes it's best to, like you said, love them from a distance, you know, 
they're not a part of your life anymore. So that's a good thing. Because at this point in your life, they may hinder you instead of help exactly. you, direct you, you know. So, yeah, I agree. But um, <laughs> I, I am going to say this, though. Um, so as um, as we talk about your background, I like I like the fact that we were talking about your background and everything. And I appreciate you for sharing that with me. So. I mean, so you're in that you're in the acting game, man. So, how long have you been doing the acting thing? Not that long. I've been doing it for three and a half years. Really? Yeah, yeah. I started kind of late. I just, I um, it's funny how I started. It uh, my son, fifteen years old. He had an interest in, in acting, so. We's like me and my me and his uh, mother were like, okay, all right, well, let's see what we can do. So we got him hooked up with a little agency and had him some professional uh, headshots and some some model shots done and stuff like that, and started doing background work. So, but when you're a minor, you have to go on set with them, and mm-hmm. us, one of us would would go or whatever. And um, long story short, one night we were on set of this small independent film, uh, and the director who's uh, doing some pretty cool things now. And anyways, he, he had a small thing he was putting together and he was, my son was a featured extra in a little bar scene. And, uh, we were, uh, a lot of the other background did not show up and it was raining. I mean, it's pouring down. It's just a nightmare. And anyways, he asked us if we would fill in press some patrons, you know, I'm like, okay, sure. But what do we do? You know? So we did that and another lady told us just to look like you're talking we just mumble out some the months or the days of the week or whatever whatever just to make it look like you're having a conversation so we were doing that and anyways after all that the uh, director asked me he said man he said have you have you ever done any acting i said no he's like well uh you know you should you should look into it you know he said he, he told me i have an important look and as that always stuck with me i'm like what does that even mean <laughs> I was like, okay, well, well, thank you. <laughs> I think <laughs> so. <laughs> anyhow, I didn't think much about it at the time, and then I kind of just kept doing my thing with music. I was chasing, uh, you know, I'd play out every weekend. I was playing at a uh, bar, or restaurant, or something. Out playing, uh, making some money, just doing it for fun because I enjoy it. And what I got um, music that you play. Well, predominantly uh, country music, uh, classic rock. A lot of covers, you know, restaurant stuff, you know, just just stuff, you know, whatever. Just just keep people interested. Um, the drinking. Hey, you're, you're to pick up a guitar in Kansas City. You need to come out here. <laughs> I <would> love that. <laughs> well, you know, I used to, I, I still like to play, but there's a time that was all I wanted to do. And uh, so, anyhow, a couple of years went by, and then I kind of got to thinking about the acting stuff, and I was like, you know what, I want to check this out. Uh, my son just kind of lost interest in it. He gave it up and got out of the uh, acting. Just didn't have time for it. He was, in, he was in sports, and he got in the way of football, and he just, just lost the interest. So but he lost the interest, and I gained it. So I uh, started – I went and became a background in some uh, films and this, that, and the other, kind of learned how sets work and uh, joined a local acting class and went there religiously every week for two years straight and then – just some other acting classes along the way, little, um, what do you call them? Um, I'm drawing a blank here, a little short, you know, classes on camera stuff, different things, just to get different perspectives from other teachers and this, that, and the other. And I I picked up an agent and, um, I've had a, I've had a, I'm on my, I'm on my third every year. I've got a new agent and, um, I've learned something from each one. Uh, the one I'm with now, I actually like a lot. Uh, they're great guys. They're really good, down to earth, good-hearted uh, guys that run the uh, agency. So I uh, just kept pushing and uh, getting myself out there. Started, you know, started started landing roles where I was a a leading character, supporting guy, whatever, you know, and um, <laughs> doing speaking roles, this, that, and the other, and um, just you know, just kept pushing. I mean, I. I was this past year. I haven't pushed as hard as I usually do in acting because I've been so busy with my business. Uh, so my, my, all my attention has really been lying on my company, but 
normally I'm applying to and act to acting like I do in my business. I mean, it's like I'm pushing every day. I mean, I'm submitting myself to so many different things and, you know, you submit to 30 things before you get an audition. And then, you know, um, so with that said, I was lucky or you know, blessed to have several different opportunities come away, uh, getting some IMDB credits and things like that. Um, you know, so it's just a journey. Um, I enjoy the chase. Sometimes it gets a little heavy, uh, it gets a little, you know, a little, uh, overbearing. Matter of fact, mm -hmm. it's a student film that I land. I, I didn't even ask to be in it. A director knows me. He asked me, we just, I just didn't work with him in the past. Just today, he, he texted me, want to know if I could be a, a coach, you know, a film he's doing and uh, coming up. And I said, yeah, sure, man. Love to. He sent me the script. I looked at it. Perfect. I'm like, yeah, I like to have some footage of me, uh, acting as a coach, you know, it's a student film. It's not going to pay obviously, but right. at least I'll have a footage of, uh, me being something else than what I normally play. Uh, but so anyhow, we, um, he sent me the dates and it was on the 25th of May and my, I got a, my wife's cousin's getting married that day. So I, we're supposed to go to the, uh, to the wedding. So I said, look, look, man, I, you know, I got, I can't make it, you know, or can you change the dates and whatever? And he's not wanting to do this. So I'm like, well, all right then. So good luck, you know? So, you know, normally I wouldn't have passed that up. I would have, I'd just skip the wedding, but, uh, I'm at a point now where it's like, you know, whatever, man, I've done so many of those little projects that, you know, don't really result in anything but footage, you know, that it doesn't even, now I'm just kind of focused on bigger stuff only. That's it. You know, I'm, I'm just, things that are paying, things that are uh, going to really make me more credible and surround myself with uh, people that are higher up in the industry. Right. But you got to start somewhere and then you start out, you know, doing student films and um, whatever you can get into really. Uh, so I'm kind of at the transition point in acting where, yeah, I still do a lot of indie stuff and independent uh, school, uh, student films, even uh, whatever. But, I'm scratching the door on the on the uh, on the bigger stuff. And that's understandable. I mean, you still have you know you got to have a personal life too, and important things like weddings. I can understand that one. And to be honest, I mean, I know the right role will come for you when it's time. I ain't gonna lie though. I could picture you as a coach though. You seem like you you would have a knack for that. It's like riding my wheelhouse, man. I could be a coach. Uh, I play a lot of, um, you know, usually some kind of a bad guy, but you know, like a, like a, but a, but like a, an affluent type bad guy, like a well-to-do but a bad guy type character, maybe a oh, mean dad type guy. You know, uh, I play a lot of these mean guys, man. You know, mm. that's my look in my eye when I'm trying to look that way. It just, I guess, it reads well. But I enjoy uh, playing anything but that. I'd rather do comedy or, you know, be a coach or something, something kind of upbeat and be goofy because it's, you know, it's just funner. Be motivational or just make people laugh. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's just a better thing. And be honest with you, if I if I make it in as an actor, as a working actor, that's what I mean by make it, and I get higher up in the game, I, I want to start doing some better film projects that are that have a good message. You know, or something at the end. It's something that um, it's not a dark. You know, you know. You're more. I want. You yeah. want to make more positive um, changes in how you do things in the film industry. Exactly. I mean, I mean, every story's got to have some drama or some, maybe maybe some some bad in it because you you got to overcome. You know, whatever that obstacle may be. But mm -hmm. I see whatever I'm doing in the future to to, to result in a positive outcome of the storyline, whatever that may be. And whatever part of the storyline I play is one thing, you know, if I'm playing the, the bad part, that's fine. You know, if I'm playing the good guy, that's even better, you know? So, but at the end of the day, I, you know, Hollywood in general, you know, I, you know, I mean, really the sales are down, you know, and Netflix is putting out so much stuff that, you know, some of these films are putting out that are, that have a good message. Uh, are doing surprisingly well, you know, and a lot of times, uh, these guys in Hollywood, they don't want to, uh, they don't want to put no money in it. They don't want to get behind it. You know, I don't know what's up with that, but uh, I wish they would. 
I mean, we're living in an age where people want to escape more mm-hmm. than anything. I mean, when I go see a movie, I want to escape from it. That's Regardless right. if I'm watching a superhero movie or I'm watching a horror movie, I want to kind of escape, put myself in the movie. Exactly. Or something. So, yep. I mean, it makes sense to me yeah. that more people appeal to more positive things. Yeah. Like, I want to go see some superheroes save the world. That's why the Marvel movies are so popular. Well, he saves the yep. world. People are happy. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. That's all. That's all. You know, entertainment is to help you forget about your problems for a little while. Uh, and an actor's job is to make somebody feel something, whether that be you know anger, you know, mm-hmm. uh, f- funny, whatever. I mean, so if you're able to do that, you're doing your job. Uh, and I look at the mu- uh, music industry the same way. You know, uh, you want somebody to feel something when you're when you're giving you know playing a song. Help. Oh yeah. It's very similar. Um, it, to me so yeah i'm right there with you man it's all about escaping where you're at and being involved in what you're watching for a couple hours and um and you know and, and, and the horror's got its place and i've done several different little horror, little horror projects and you know they're fun to watch you know they're creepy and whatever and you know it's, it's <laughs> but uh you know i do uh i don't want to get you know i don't mind playing the the horror character and and playing this guy that's gonna you know slit your throat even though he smiles at you um but i do like to play things that are funny uplifting so your people are still escaping but they're they're getting something from it uh, besides yeah this is scary like oh my scary guy now i like to make people have the emotion of uh that was funny or it made me feel good for for two hours you know that that kind of thing i agree that's those are the type of films i always enjoy the most it's like man i can relate to one character in there that that's what always counts to me. Dang. Okay, I found a character I can relate to. Uh-huh. Found a character from probably the same background. Because that's the great thing about movies is, like, if it's a really good movie, you'll forget about the time length and everything. You'll be like, dang, I wish it wasn't over already. Those are the movies I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah, I like to watch movies that and there's a character that I can relate to, you know, and. um with that said, I mean, like, uh, you know, stuff that Matthew McConaughey's done. That's one of my favorite actors. All yeah. right, all right, all right. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I see, you know, he's, uh, I, I just like his stuff. He's from Texas, you know, so he's got a little bit of a Southern twang going on and kind of like me. And, uh, you know, he's a great actor, in my opinion. He's done a lot of cool stuff. I mean, even from right when he was in Texas Chainsaw Massacres. Yeah, I don't know if you ever saw that. He had the, the, the bionic leg. It was hilarious. And oh yeah, and then the Dallas Buyers Club. He's playing that guy that's selling, you know, HIV medication. Man, a, you know, he's that just was a good film. That was an awesome movie. I mean, that's one of the great ones. I mean, he's done a lot of cool, cool things. And you know, he, what I've always liked about McConaughey is that he's always just been McConaughey as the mm-hmm. character. He doesn't really change himself too much. He just plays himself, but as that guy, which. uh I like those kind of actors, you know, uh, there's, there's a few of them out there. Uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, Tommy Lee Jones is one of them, you know, I love Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, man. He pl- plays himself every time, even like men in black, but it worked, you know, cause no but, country for old men. Oh man. Awesome movie. Yeah. That was and, one of my favorite Tommy Lee movies right there. You know, one of the first movies that I was one of my favorites for Tommy Lee Jones. And a lot of people have never even heard of it. It's, it's back when I was a kid. It was called uh, uh, Black Moon Rising. It's about a car and um, this hmm. really weird sports cars when Tommy Lee Jones was young. But yeah, this was in the like the early 80s. But yeah, you ever have a chance, man, check it out somewhere. It's, it's actually a pretty good movie. Well, I like Tommy Lee Jones. I might have checked that out, though, because he's actually <laughs> one of my favorite older actors. Because like I like even when he did that one comedy with the cheerleaders, like I just like who he was. He was just. It's like, show me your happy face. This is my happy face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. But I love those kind of actors that, you know, just they're uh they're just them, you know, and and it works. So uh yeah, man. Uh the, McConaughey's my my go to. Uh Clint Eastwood is another one of my favorites. Uh oh, I've been liking him since like he did the Westerns and stuff like that, man. 
Yeah, as that, a kid, man. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, yes. Good times. Oh, it's great. And this director work is crazy, too. I like it. That's exactly what, yeah, this, his films that he's made are just, man, they're just, they're good. They're, I'm really impressed by his work. This last one he did was awesome. I went to the theater and saw it, uh, The Mule. Yes, I saw that one. That was good. Very good movie. That was amazing. Yeah, I can't believe how old Clint Eastwood is, man. He's like, I think he's like 90. So he's like, yeah, he's in his 90s. He's up there. Yeah, it's like, wow, man, he's still doing it. It's, it's awesome. I mean, he was acting with John Wayne and them back in the day. So, like, for him to still be doing stuff and pushing, yeah. hey, I'm happy Clint Eastwood's still around. I know, man. It's like a legend, you know? So, so yeah. they don't make them like that anymore. No, man. I was trying to fit. They, they filmed some of the mule here in Atlanta. And I was uh, trying to figure out how I could get on that set, even as a background, man. I, I, I just couldn't do it. I wanted a chance to try to meet him. That's why I wanted to get on the set. I just wanted to meet Clint Eastwood. Which would probably be kind of weird as a background dude to walk over there and say, "Hey, man," but everybody says he's pretty cool, you know. If you do approach him, but uh, it didn't happen. I never could. I couldn't. I just couldn't get. I couldn't get no background roles on there. So <laughs> I can only imagine. I know everybody and their mother was trying to get on a Clint Eastwood project. <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh, you know, kind of a big deal. Yeah, man. I mean, Clint Eastwood, man. I mean, we can go down the list of movies like Dirty Harry, all that kind of stuff. Like, you think Clint Eastwood, you think the original OG BA guy. You're thinking of the, he was the, like, I think he was one of the first real action heroes, if you think about it. So, and he just had a really cool demeanor about him, man. You know, that's, it's impressive. You know, his son is a good actor, too. I don't know if you've uh, watched any of his stuff, but uh, I'm surprised he hadn't done his, better you know in, in the industry but i can't think of his first name man but it's clint eastwood's son he's done some pretty cool stuff hmm. he's a great actor too um watched he, he's done a few different things uh and i'm just kind of like wow i mean i'm just like you know I just you would think he would be uh doing some bigger bigger stuff not to say what he's doing is not big i mean it's 10 times bigger i mean i would love to be doing what he's doing and he's, even half of what he's doing right but, but you know, just because of who he is, you would just think he'd be casting more, more projects, bigger stuff. Right. I mean, shoot, I guess everybody has their own pathway. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, some people hit it big when they get older. If it's not when they're young, who knows? Yeah, that's true, man. I mean, like, uh, what's that? Uh, uh, Samuel Jackson. He was an older dude yeah. when he when he when he made it. Uh, was it on Pulp Fiction or well, that, that movie before that? Uh, they got his name out there. Um, he was in Coming to America. He played the guy that was trying to rob the shop. That's right. That exactly right, man. Yep. And then you had the Driving Miss Daisy. That came out. I think that was. I'm pretty sure that was him. Or was that Morgan Freeman? I, I, was it Samuel Jackson? I I'm can't. Trying to think. What's was that Samuel Jackson or Morgan Freeman? Or that was Morgan Freeman. My bad. My bad. That was Morgan Freeman. Yes. Yeah. Him too. I was going to say him too. He was an older guy when he when he. You know, he was a, a theatrical uh, guy, what I understand, Morgan Freeman. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. When I first saw him, it was like the 90s, and he was already older. He was already, like, middle-aged around that time. Yeah, I know, man. And he's, like, killing it, you know, these days. I mean, household name, man. He's uh, doing voiceovers for man. the Walk of the Penguins and stuff like that. Like, well, everybody's like, man, I want him to narrate my life. Exactly. <laughs> He plays these God roles. Like I was watching once that Bruce Almighty the other night. And, uh, oh, yes. I, I love that movie. It's just funny, but he does such a good job playing God because you know, his voice and his, his demeanor is just, it's just awesome. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. Some days I feel like instead of Morgan Freeman, I get Samuel Jackson narrating my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that man. <laughs> Oh man, I think of that credit card commercial that he did. That uh, was, man, Samuel Jackson, he just kind of lays it out there. I forget what he said. It's so funny. Oh, the Capital One commercials. Yes, the Capital One man. He's I was, it's just, imagine him narrating your life. <laughs> Believe me, it could be quite quite the excitement. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, there's some old dudes, man, that make make it as you know as they're gotten older. I mean, hell, speaking of uh, Bruce Almighty, what's his name? Uh, the head actor, the lead dude for that, he was in, uh, you know, the uh, Forty Year Old Virgin. 
Oh, you're talking about um, Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Yeah, he was in his early 40s when he made the 40-year-old version. So, you know, I mean, um, and that's why for me, I'm 45, you know, and, uh, you know, if I, if, I, if I ever have the chance to be a small supporting role on a McConaughey film, then I feel like I've, I've made it. It's, I've done my part. You know, that's as far as I've, that's my goal, you know. But if I ever make it, you know, further than that, it's just that much more of a blessing, man. So, um, but it, it can happen, you know, guys, it happens all the time. A lot of your main big guys, your your heartthrobs. I mean, they started when they were young, you know. True. But, um, but Travolta and mm-hmm. Cruz and all them. Oh yeah. yeah, Brad Pitt, them boys, all them guys, man. They've been in under the lights since they were, you know, young teenagers. You know, so um, it is what it is. I mean, it just wouldn't, wouldn't my. It's not what I felt, as we talked about earlier. <laughs> so, I mean, to be quite honest, though, I feel like the fact that you've had life experiences makes you a better actor, to be quite honest. Like, I think you're in the right position right now where you've aged enough to know what what you can relate to and how you can pick your roles. And... Just to be quite honest, I agree with that. Uh, what that producer says, you got kind of like this imported look, and also the accent is killer. So I mean, you got a killer accent. I can tell you've been humbled by a lot in life. Like those are the type of people I like watching the most. <laughs> well, I pre- I prefer older actors more than I do the younger ones. Like who's this guy? Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah. All right, but he ain't no Denzel Washington. He ain't no, you know, Clint Eastwood. He ain't no Tommy Lee Jones. He ain't no Robert De Niro or anything like that. I've yeah. always liked the well fine age actors myself. Yeah, me too. They seem to be more, uh, you know, those guys. Every one that you just named is, uh, you know, they're uh, they're just you want to watch them. They're they're uh, interesting because what because of the things you just said. You know, they're they they play them and they've had all these life experiences as well. Now you know, they've been doing it a long time. Hell, most of them guys have been doing it for a long time as well, but they didn't really become a known a known entity until they've gotten older, you know, until they really yes. you know, got to their prime. So uh but yeah, life definitely makes you a better actor. You gotta you know, and also good knowing yourself, knowing uh, what you can do. And it's always fun to step out of your wheelhouse, what you know you can do, just to expand your wings and try something crazy that you know you're not really good at, but just try it, you know. But, um, you know, my go-to is uh, playing these killer guys. I hate to say it, but it really is. Uh, I didn't choose it. The industry kind of chose it for me. Uh, but um, but I have done some other stuff. I've done some drama. I've uh, done some, a little bit of comedy. Not much. I wish I could do more. Um, but uh, But I hope to you know, do some more drama stuff. I like to find myself in some good, you know, um, blue collar type films where I fit in uh, with my, yeah. you know, some, some sort of a drama story that, that maybe happened in middle Texas, you know, something, who knows, you know, smuggling. Hey man, you put it out in the universe. Anything is possible, man. Yeah. I thought about trying to get a script together myself and shoot some, hey. stuff, you know, that's, Something when I got when I get a little more time, I'll probably try to do something. <laughs> hey man, I understand, man. You gotta do what you gotta do to put food on the table. Yes. Hey. So I mean, the fact that you still have these goals, though, I don't see you not doing it because obviously you're a very determined person, and definitely keep that ambition. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm trying to get like you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, man. I- I thank you. I, I do, but it's you know sometimes it's being ambitious and it could be a problem too, man. There's you know there's never I don't know you're never satisfied. You know that's one problem. You, I mean I'm satisfied where I'm at, but it's, I always want to do one up it. You know it's always got to be better. I don't think that's nothing wrong with that. As long <laughs> as you're doing it in a positive light, man. Shoot, you should always want. It's better for yourself. That's the whole thing, man. You got to love yourself, and you also got to want better from yourself. Yeah, yeah. So, so. Uh, yeah, it's true, you know. And uh, I yeah. try, try to try to live by that, but you know, it's just uh, I don't know. Maybe one day you. 
I, I don't know. It's just, I think if I had, you know, millions of dollars or whatever, it wouldn't, you know, I'd be like, well, let's go see if we can double it. You know, I mean, it, it, it would never end. You know what I mean? And it scares me to think about if I ever did end, then, because what the hell would you do? You know, I mean, if you don't have a goal, if you're out of goals, that's kind you're of. You're not living, man. You think about it. I mean, like, think if all your goals were met, then what are you doing here? You know? So, yeah. <laughs> man, I got goals to the end of the time, man. I want to travel around the world. I've been to a couple countries, still trying to get out there and see the world. Yeah. I wanted to start my own business and make a brand. That's why I do this podcast. I mean, I just figured this out like months ago. That's awesome. So I understand that. Like, you consistently have goals. I've been trying to pursue the music thing too. So, right. like, yeah. Um, I do hip hop and R and B myself, but I do more conscious rap and stuff. Like, I'm more conscious about what I do. Like, that's, yeah, that's I'm right. not a club goer. I can't be like, I'm up in the club, <laughs> turn it up. <sighs> I'm Man. like. That's some rap songs that I love, man. The ones that are, you know, deep. It's got a uh, message. Um, you know, uh, there's a few of them that, that do really well. Sometimes yeah. I listen to in the gym. Um, you know, I'm, I probably shouldn't name them, but, I mean, they have a lot of song, you know, a lot of, you know, they throw a lot of uh, swearing and stuff like that. But some of them have some really good message. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I actually do enjoy rap music. I mean, uh, it's good. I mean, it's Man, you're from Atlanta. That's where Outkast and the Dungeon family are from, man. Oh, man, I've, I've seen them guys from Outkast back when they first got going, man. They had a house they were renting across from this job site we were working on. and That was, man, that was back in the day. But, uh, yeah, man. Yes, this Atlanta's a space. This, 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 this a lot comes out of here, man. There are yeah. special artists out there where you're from. Yeah, we got some special artists out here in Kansas City. Like one of the biggest like independent names is Tech Nine out here. So we got a lot of people out here. I mean, that's one thing I love about just where we're at here. Just like the fact we're Americans who have this art form that's only been around like thirty years. When yeah. it comes to the hip hop game, yeah. I mean, when you think about it, we're always the ones that kind of set the trends mm-hmm. with music and. Yeah, rock and roll. That's where you know. Think about that and how that gets. You know, it definitely used to be some people used to play for church, man. (laughs) That was a Sunday service thing. They'd be rocking out on the guitar and stuff, and then that got popular. As I know, it's like it caught on, and then this thing, you know, Elvis Presley done caught 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 the bug, and then he's applying it to his little technique, and you know, took off. Very all of them. Yeah, I know, man. It's like it's so. Yeah, man. It's definitely a trend and uh rap music is definitely definitely i mean even from back in the day in the 80s man like with run dmc and them guys when they were you know, oh, all hello cool uh, jay yeah dodge man that they've they it was so cool then because i remember i had the tapes you know and i was a little kid and i had my little box and we jam out to ll cool jay and run dmc and uh and, you know, that album by LL Cool J is still one of the greatest cut um cuts ever. License to Ill, like, <laughs> like I'm from eighty, I was born in eighty nine, but I like I like knowing history. So I was listening to the KRS ones, the Big Daddy Kings and Rock Hymns too. Okay, yeah, yeah Big Daddy King. I, I, I remember all that, man. That's uh, you know, that's uh, the only man I know I could do the splits and still do a um do a dope rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's sitting here dancing, but he's saying some of the hardest things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> That's impressive, man. Bust out the moves and bills. I don't know how he does it. That's a, no way. He's a uh, man. He'd be trying to trying to lip sync something. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll be telling people, yo, I'm I'm the um, darker skin heavy D without the dance moves. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, but. uh that's awesome. So you write music or? Um, yeah, um, I write my raps, I write my songs and all that. Um, yeah, like, I, when it comes to the hip-hop community, regardless if I don't do music, I'm always going to be a part of hip-hop. That's always been one of those things. I love the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's some things I disagree with with certain things and certain trends, but at the same time, it's the culture, and I love for what it is because that music helped me get through a lot. 
Yeah. Wow. Well, I love metal too. I like a lot of music too. Like I go to rock concerts and stuff too. Like I love music. Yeah. I grew yes. up in a house where we had to go sing in choir, do gospel. My mom, probably one of the dopest gospel singers I know. That's that's great, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I love all music myself. I mean, I, if it's if it makes me feel something, I like it. It doesn't really matter what it is, you know. So, Thank you. I agree. Mm-hmm. That's uh, I'm not. I'm as, I'm, whatever. Also, I have XM radio, man. I dance around all those channels and. Till I find what a you know something that just sinks in, and if I find something I really like, I'll, I'll jot it down, or I'll take a picture of the screen on my radio, so I'll be sure and download it on my phone. So. Heck yeah, I'm with you, man. I do the same thing, man. Man, yeah. I had to get another memory chip the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be hearing stuff that I didn't even know. I'm like, who is this guy? Who's this artist? And then, you know, sometimes I hear somebody read. I tell you, there's a channel that I like a lot. It's called a Coffee Coffee House jams or something like that on xm radio and you know yeah it's it's called like a lot of uh covers of acoustic style covers and man i've heard some songs that are popular that you've heard that are pop songs rock songs whatever there's somebody that you may you've never heard of do a complete remake in a different style and acoustic cover man it's like amazing and um those guys that's the ones i look for the stuff that i haven't heard of and not just there all, all types of music, man. I, uh, there's a, there's a, uh, um, I guess you call it a reggae. They call it something else, but ska. I'm not sure what you call it, man. It's uh, but you have a lot of that uh, that type of music, man. You know, with the uh, the different uh, Bob Marley, those guys, and um, same thing. I'll find stuff that I've never, guys, I've never heard of. And I'll download it, man, because it's really good. I've heard, I've heard some really good songs. It's just so far away from what you would picture. They'd be like Caribbean style. Right. Jams. But I mean, it's just a you know, it's uh, amazing, man. I mean, I like I'm just all of it's good. And I was jamming out to a band called Bethel Music earlier today. They're a Christian rock band, and uh, they got a they got a couple of songs that are just man, they're just they're just really good. I feel like there's sound in all genres. Like, for instance, I listen to Lecrae and Andy Minio. And we're going to go into the Christian world. Like, I listen to those guys. Those guys are amazing. Yeah, man. Yes. So, yeah, you so know. Demon Hunter, all those folks from, like, the Christian side, Flyleaf. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. I love music, man. That's always been my thing, man. Like, that's it. Man, man. I can tell you're a love of our music, too. <laughs> exactly. It's when you're a musician, you know, like you, it's it, it doesn't. It's whatever, man. I mean, I you know, I do different songs when I when I perform. I mean, I have a few different things I'll throw in the mix, but you know, I fit in the best with some country style and classic rock songs. But I mean, I've I've done some covers of some pop songs as well that you know. That, but I put my own yeah. on it just to change it up and put it in my own style. You know? So you know, works, man. You know, but yeah, I love it all. It's all good. I can dig it, man. Yeah. But, but man, this has been a dope, dope sit down with you, man. And I appreciate you for really taking the time to do this. Like, Mr. Morris, this has been a pleasure, man. Well, you know what, man? I appreciate you having me on your show, man. I, it means a lot, and I enjoy talking. So, uh, good company, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> thanks for keeping me, uh, man. I, I appreciate it. But yeah, my man, like, uh, where can people find you, my man? Like straight up, like I, I'm pretty sure people are gonna love, like you know, following you because you seem like you're just like a down home, down to earth guy, my man. <laughs> well, I, um, I hope so. But uh, I uh, face, I, I'm, I'm, and I'm an old dude, so I use Facebook, you know. Um, but uh, you can find me on Facebook. I, uh, my personal profile is uh, Eric Morris and the number two. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, I still have uh, some room left on my friends list. You know, I, I don't like to just get a bunch of people that, you know, I like to have something in common with any of my friends. And, uh, so, uh, feel free to reach out to me there. Uh, you can also come to my professional page, which is just Eric James Morris. And as an actor, a, a performer, that's what I go by is my full name, which is Eric James Morris. Uh, you can search me on IMDb. 
Uh, look for Eric James Morris. You'll find me uh, Instagram. Then again, Eric James Morris, but all one word, no spaces. So uh, that's the best way to find me. Man, go look this guy up, and believe me, he's a great conversation. Hey, man, me and you got to stay in contact, even yes. after all this. Like no BS. Like I like, I like chatting with you. You seem like you would be somebody cool that I would want in my circle, man. Man, I straight up too, man. That's. Thanks a lot, and yeah, hit me up, man. Let's definitely keep in touch. I completely agree with that, and and uh, with that, you can also find me on Delivery Bros Eight One Six on um, Instagram and Twitter, Delivery Bros KC on Facebook, Anthony Anthem for my personal page. You can find me on Facebook, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. And um, this is, I've I've enjoyed this because of the fact that. I like talking to humble folks who are just, you know, just straightforward and keep it real. And I've had a lot of fun with you, sincerely. Well, same here, man. You're down. You're you're good people, and I appreciate you having me on your show. Well, with that, guys, this is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Black Fabio, a.k.a. The Midnight Marauder, a.k.a. Oh, okay, I'm done. No more a.k.a.s today. (laughs) 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 And with that... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and with that, we're done, guys. <laughs>